Shabbos Perk Test Mishnah Base 9-2. Again, we are off topic um, from the Shabbos theme and we're discussing different halachas and where they're alluded to in some way or the other in Sukkim, even though the references are often quite oblique. Here we have two separate unrelated topics in this mission as well. The first we'll talk about the Tumah of a ship and the second we'll talk about um, Kilai Zraim, the prohibition of planting mixed seeds. So the first din is talking about um, the fact that there's a rule we have, a, a, a Masorah we have, that a ship is not Makabal Tumah. So that's the rule. The question is, how do we know that? What's the source for that? Or what's the suggested source or allusion for that? So we're going to bring a Pasuk from Mishle. The Pasuk says, Derech Aniya The way of the ship is in the heart of the sea. And that suggests that ships travel in the sea. That doesn't sound like a very insightful comment. Uh, of the of Mishle, and therefore the Chazal understand that it's referring to uh, Din all to itself, which is not just that ships go in the sea, but their other ships are comparable to the sea. And just as the sea can't be Makabal Tumah, in fact, the, the sea is a source for purification from Tumah, so too a ship um, simply is impervious to Tumah. And the Pashup Shad is that would be true though, if a ship normally conforms to the Shiurim of a Kli that would be Makabal Tumah, since it's a ship, it just simply can't be Makabal Tumah. That's how the Chum learn. Interestingly enough, in the Gemara, Hananya learns there's nothing special here, it's just the assumption that ships are normally not Makabal Tumah, because they're normally, you know, too big to be Makabal Tumah, um, as are the basic halachas of, of Caleb. I don't get into that right now. Um, but if you have a wooden Kli, which is more than 40 saw, contains more than 40 saw volume, since it can't be moved when it's laden with things, it's exempt from Tumah for whatever reasons, based on a Pasuk. So whatever the case is, the rule is ships are not Makabal Tumah. And that's the Mishnah says here. Minayan, what's our scriptural allusion to the fact that that ships aren't Makabal Tumah, they don't they can't become Tame, they're impervious to Tumah. Shinamar, as the Pasik says, Derech Aniya Balevyam, that the way of the ship is in the heart of the sea. And just as sea is impervious to Tumah, so too is the ship. Fine. Again, you see there's no conclusive proof from that Pasik, it's just like a a weak connection or something to you know to, to point to as some sort of scriptural support, but it's not really a limit at all. Okay. Second of all, um, unrelated, we're going to talk about the rules of kilayim, specifically the the prohibition from the Torah of kilayim of planting different species of seeds together. Now, normally the rule is to violate this mitzvah in the Torah, you'd have to take two different kinds of seeds, wheat and barley or whatever it is, um, and plant them together. But there's all sorts of dinam durabanan that you can't plant seeds even if they're not really together. You can't plant them in such a way that after they grow, they look like they're barbuvia, they're all mixed up. So it looks to the onlooker as if maybe you planted them as mixed seeds because they kind of the plants grew together or they look commingled as they grow. So the rule is, the general rule is that you have to plant your crops in a way that they're visually distinct, that each different type of crop is visually distinct from the other, so it's clear to everybody that you plant them separately. The halachas of kilaim are mighty complicated. Um, I think Masechus kilaim is the most difficult of all the Masechus because of these very rules and knowing how to apply them, totally beyond the scope of what I want to discuss right now. What I want to discuss right now is that the rule is if you plant an orderly vegetable patch, which here I'm going to translate aruga of our mission as a vegetable patch, even if it's just six by six tfachim, which is rather small, say like, you know, 50 centimeters on the side, square or whatever, a foot and a half on the side, 
or even less maybe, a small vegetable patch that you can even squeeze in there five different species, five different types of vegetables um, in that patch, provided that you plant them in a very organized way. That organized way will be um, one different type on each of the four edges of the six by six, sorry, an ama by ama is six by six tvachim. So on, on each of the six, four sides, you'll plant one type. And then you'll plant the fifth type right in the smack dab in the middle, like one seed in the very middle of that square. The basic guiding principle here is that you want to keep each species, um, which has, it's going to have roots. The roots can spread a, a tefach and a half. So you want to keep keep each one um, roots apart, which would mean a tefach and a half on behalf of each of the two species. You have to double that, makes three tefachim. So you have to keep all the, each of the different species, three tefachim apart underground. Um, from mixing. This mission in truth is actually very complicated, and there are many, many approaches to how to deal with all the kashas and through them. I don't get into that right now at all. The point is just think of a simple picture about this six by six square. You have four species in each of the four edges, or maybe just one dot in the middle of the four edges, and then the fifth one in the middle. The reason why fifth one in the middle is just one single seed is because from the middle to the edge is, of course, um, six Excuse me, from the middle, the whole thing is six across. The middle to the edge is three tvachim. And if you want to keep one and a half tvachim of roots free from thing in the middle and the thing on the edge, you need to have them a total of basically three tvachim apart. And therefore, it's one exact in the middle. And then the other four are planted right on the edge of the square, okay, for a total of five. So that's a rule. And the rabbis sort of had their, through others, in deciding how to plant a vegetable patch in a way that looks to their satisfaction not too commingled and it doesn't look like you planted kilizerine. And they put their foot down and said, in the arrangement I just described, four on the four sides and one in the middle, that looks sufficiently distinct that you wouldn't be guilty of even looking like you planted kilizerine. What's the scriptural support that we're going to find that would suggest there's such a thing as five different types of species in one little six-by-six amba-amba aruga vegetable patch? So we're going here to this puzzle. Again, it's you won't see that much in the Pasuk, but it's at least a Pasuk and Aishai that gives us, at a stretch, a reference to it. And the Pasuk um, is quite repetitive. It refers to um, things growing in the ground, and it sort of repeats itself again and again, talking about the growth and different using different um, words referring to the growth and the sprouting and the growing in the ground. Um, and therefore, we're essentially going to count up those words and say that there are, you know, five different references to growing, and that will suggest that there are five different growths that could happen in one little aruga, one little patch. Um, the only one tricky p- piece is that one of the f- words that will darshan is zeru eha. Now, zeru eha means um, its seeds, plural, as opposed to zarah, its seed, singular. So we're going to darshan that zeru eha counts for two, since it's plural, instead of just one. Um, so in, other words, in total, we're going to have four sprouting words in the verse, which will give us four species. But since zero is plural, we'll count that as two, not one. So that gives us a total of five. Okay, that's the, sort of the what's going on here. So the mission says, inside, Menayin la Aruga, how do we know? What's this, some sort of allusion, scriptural allusion? That if you have a vegetable patch, shishal shisha tfachim, that's six by six tfachim, shezorin besocha, and that you're able to plant five different types of seeds in that tiny little six by six vegetable patch and not be over the isodurabanan of kilai zroim, of mixed seeds. 
How would you plant them? Arba ba'arba ruchos, four different types of seeds on the four sides of that square, right on the edge. Haruga of the vegetable patch. Ve'echad ba'emtza. And the fifth one would be right smack dab in the middle. How do you know? Shanae Marcos, the verse says, ki ka'aretz totzi tzimcha, like the earth brings forth its, its growths, its sprouts. Uchagana, and like a garden, zeroeha satzmiach, its seeds sprout forth. So you see here, totzi, to sprout forth is the first word. Tzimcha, sprout forth the second word. Zeroeha is seeds sprouting the third word, if you will. And tatzmiach, sprouting the fourth. So you have four things sprouting away, but four words of sprouting, of growing. Different kind of references to growths of seeds. But remember, zeroeha is plural, not singular, so we can count that as two. And that's what the Mishnah says. Zara'ah lo ne'emar. It doesn't say its seed, but rather ela zeroeha. It's seeds, plural. So you add that up. You got three singulars, which count for three. One plural, which counts for two. Three plus two is five. And therefore you see you got five sprouting things in one small place, which is the five different types of pieces of seeds you can plant in an aruga that's even six by six tzfachim. Again, not really a scriptural proof of anything. It's just an allusion to support this din that we had already from before.